0: This is the Horse Talk Show Podcast with
1: Louisa Barton.
2: Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet. This hour, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me today our PhD, Squeak Larkins. Good morning. And we have a special guest in the studio with us this morning, Laurel Watson from Hey Relax. Hey everyone. (laughs) It's awesome to have her here with us this morning and uh, I'm I'm getting ready for my massage. Laurel, tell okay. us a little bit about you. What's your background?
1: So my background is um, I started out as an inventing rider. Um, I wasn't as brave <laughs> <laughs> as Clayton. As Who is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I went to hunter Jumpers, and, and now I do mostly dressage, um, adult amateur stuff. And um, had a horse that was injured, and after injury he just wasn't feeling the same. And on the advice of my trainer at the time, the late Mark Russell, introduced me to the Masterson Method, which I, you know, I bought a book, and yeah, over yes. the weekend, yeah, we'll you know, I got really oh great yeah. results. And yeah. so, um, that started about four years ago, and I took some classes and ended up getting certified, so now.
2: Now she makes horses that's, slobber that's and drool. That's what I do for a
1: living now. Yeah. And for those
2: people who don't know about horse um, body language, because we do have some people I know that aren't horse people, so there are things that horses do when they feel good, um, mm-hmm. Sometimes they yawn, they yeah. sometimes yeah. they just stretch out their neck a little bit towards the ground. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the mouth hangs all out like <laughs> open, like tongue out <laughs> and everything. Yeah. Um, sometimes they chew, yeah. chewing is a, a really good sign that a horse is responding well and, um, and, and feeling good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really when you see a horse, even when you're doing some horse, just basic yeah. horsemanship yeah. on the ground with mm-hmm. them and they get it, even like something in the round pen, you'll see that that chewing start going on you're like yeah he gets it either that or he knows I know, that means he gets it and I'm going to be done. And <laughs> on a good note, oh, he's chewing, yeah, that's, he's it. chewing that's it. <laughs> time to go and <laughs> rest, Half <laughs> time. Um, but there are some really neat body languages that horses have that you can tell whether they're responding and, and all of those things. So it's really a good thing for a massage therapist, somebody who does body work on a horse because they can go, hey, look, he likes it, this right. is good. And who doesn't like a massage?
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Let's talk about chronic pain cycle to start with.
1: So, yeah, well, I usually tell my clients about chronic pain, um, and it's not something that we think about with an injury per se, but maybe just something that happens during regular training, or because our horses have us on top of them,
2: Mm. and
1: we might have a little imbalance, Mm -hmm. right, and so then the horse has to adjust. A couple. And we you might know. have a big butt, <laughs> 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 um, and so they adjust their body. Um, they get a little bit of um, pain with that. You know, maybe you know we're not talking about complete injuries or anything. Right. Like just you know, I, I just regulate feel, some pain. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. So then they're going to start to compensate for that. Um, the muscle's going to get tense. The blood flow is going to stop. You know, be constricted and then it's just gonna go in a big cycle. So Mm -hmm. they're gonna compensate even a little bit more next time and more and more. And so what I try to do is help the horses is alleviate that tension so that I can stop that pain cycle. Like that,
2: that's awesome. Uh, Let's go back to the Masterson method. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about how this works?
1: Um, So Jim Masterson, he was a um, Massage therapist for the US um, Olympic endurance team for quite a long time. He's wow. worked with a lot of Endurance like, horses right. and a lot right. of massage <laughs> Yes, they do. Yeah, they, they work a lot and um, he actually started out as a groom
0: mm-hmm. and
1: Watched all the horses that he worked at the barns he worked at um, and then started learning more and more about equine body work and put together a, um, a Method that he calls obviously the, masa- the Masterson method of how to work the whole horse and do some techniques on the horse to alleviate any tension in the horse, mm-hmm. and so um, it, it's helpful for all types of horses. Whether it's a backyard horse, whether you know after a hurricane, I had a right. lot of people after Going the back. hurricane, yeah, you know, they all those horses yeah, out they there were were like racing, very yeah. tense, yeah, yeah, um, and you know, all the way up to you know a Clayton horse who's mm-hmm. and you know doing competing a lot of training, high level. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I would think eventing horses and endurance horses would be absolutely Mm -hmm. candidates for for that. Now, how long does it take to generally to do a massage? And when you do a massage on a horse for the first time, do you take a little bit longer than you might if you were, you know, regularly seeing them?
1: Yeah, so um, typically it it takes me like one and a half to two hours, depending on the horse. we like to, you know, go at horse time and not kinda yeah. rush through it, right? And, right. and listen to what so he accepts saying. it well, yeah. Exactly. So um, and so I try to get through all the techniques so I can get an idea of where he's being restricted, where his range of motion right. is a little bit less or more on each side, that kind of thing. So and then once I've been through and worked on horse a couple yeah. times. Like you know what they're going through, unless they've had like a a, you know a saddle change, right, or or major
0: injury of some kind. Yeah.
2: Now is that something that you ask a client about? Tack. I mean, if you notice a horse seems to be maybe a little bit sore. Um, you know, under the under a certain point of the saddle, like, you know, maybe it's under the cantle, if it's in the saddle, maybe it's under the pommel, maybe it's up, you know, even further up the withers, is it in the shoulder, you know, do you ask about tack? Because something could be pinching.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah, so when, when I find stuff, you know, I let the, the horse owner obviously know what mm-hmm. I've found, um, where the restrictions are, where they don't have as much range of motion, um, and then we just discuss what's been going what on options? with the horse, yeah. right, you know, have you changed your saddle? You know, have you mm-hmm. been to a horse show recently? Yeah, to you give know? you a reason. Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. But now, in in some cases, um, the, I'm sure that you've run into this as I have that. You go there and they won't tell you anything on purpose yeah. because they want right. to see if you know oh, what see you, it, you know <laughs> if you know anything exactly they want to see you if you know, know, know you anything and I, I and so what's really cool and I'm sure it happens with you is almost it, it, when you when you've done this and you know what you're feeling for then you can actually even tell them well this, uh, he's probably not, he's not doing this for you and he's not doing, and they go, well yeah, and then they'll start to open yeah, up and yeah, tell you yeah. what's going on yeah, now. That's kind of like, cool. Uh, that's yeah. neat, yeah. yeah it is. Because
2: yeah. the horse will tell you a lot. Oh, oh yeah, they tell you a yeah. whole lot. Well, yeah.
1: and, and, and the beauty of what Jim teaches us is he really teaches us to focus on the body language mm-hmm. um, because horses can be really stoic. You know, there's oh, some horses yeah. out there that won't show they're, anything. Yeah. And so and we then try you, to be as light as we can so mm-hmm. that they can tell us. Right. That's true. Yeah, right. And you
0: do there's stoic and then you have some that are kind of weaned. Oh yeah. <laughs> you got
2: some of those. Too. Oh yeah. yeah. There is absolutely you, you. no doubt. I, I have seriously had I, I have two like horses I've had for, you know, quite some time, right. one I've had for twenty five years and um, since I was two, Um, and, um, Uh. (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, enough. Um, So, so, but you know, when when you're in an environment, at one time I was, you know, I had some thoroughbreds that weren't even mine that came in from Louisiana, and Mm -hmm. some of them were weanlings, and Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't know that. You know those those animals like I know mine right so you really have got to pay attention so I mean for you when you go and see a new new patient for the first time that's just right. the same as me having a bunch of horses come in I don't know you don't know so yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. if the person isn't going to tell you very right. much yep. you've really got you to, have use to be a, a good listener your, yeah. to, yeah. This, to really the horse do. yeah and, and seeing what the horse Will share with you, Absolutely. which they will. It's yeah. amazing what they'll tell yeah. you when you, you know. But I have had, I have been around, not my two stoic boys, but I've been around horses that <laughs> literally you would think the world had come to, oh, an yeah, end, I you know. I know. <laughs> uh, and, and then there's, they're just like people. Some people just <laughs> like exactly. really no problem, Paint and other people and get and their jump. knickers mm-hmm. in a twist like <laughs> you wouldn't believe. So, and there are horses like that yeah, for yeah. sure. There so, are. So it's really must be really hard. I always said I think it'd be much more difficult to be a veterinarian than a doctor. Because a doctor says Where do you hurt? Yes. Yeah. And you go, Okay, right here. Yeah. You know? But with a with a horse you've just got to have so much same yeah. with a dog, you've yeah. got to know so much more yeah. about reading, right. the, body. reading the about body Reading, body reading the yes, so it's you do. yeah. So it is super important. Yeah. But I think it's really cool that they do things that we know are... Uh, a sign they like it. Yeah. you know. Right. I mean, I mean, I love to see my 32-year-old slobber and chew yeah. and drool and all that yeah. good stuff. Let's talk about the bladder meridian technique. Can you explain that?
1: Okay. Yeah, so this is one of the techniques that, um, you know, Jim teaches first and we just teach everybody and everybody can do it and um, I don't know if I have a picture here real quick. We'll just take a picture of this horse right here. Um, the bladder meridian is just um, one of the energy meridians in Chinese medicine and it goes from the pole all the way down. Pole is top of the head, by the way, the head. Yep. Mm-hmm. Of all the way down to the hoof mm-hmm. and so um, an easy thing to start with if you want to start with master method is just take um, your finger and it's not a lot of pressure like I'm going to start like that it's just barely touching mm-hmm. your skin and I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna look at the horse's eye and if the horse blinks, I'm just gonna hold my, ha- my finger there or, or I can cup my hand and hold it there. Yeah, yeah. And just wait for them to show like a lick and a chew or uh-huh. you know, sometimes they'll yawn right away. Right, exactly. Sometimes they don't, but sometimes they'll just visit, fidget or you know, switch their, their mm-hmm. weight in their hips, that kind of thing. And you do that on both sides and you, you know, when they show some sign of release, you just keep moving down and do it all the way, mm. and then go to the next side. You know, maybe take 10, 15 minutes before your ride or after your ride is a great time to oh, yeah. do it. How, that's well.
2: a great yeah. idea, that's awesome. And it's
1: very simple to do, everybody yeah. can do it. It's not oh, like you have to spend yeah. a ton of time learning how to do it. So.
2: Now is there a fairly big area that that falls within or do you have to know exactly you what know, that line is? You don't have to know is? where
1: those points are. We're not really actually touching the acupoints. Um, You're
0: going along that meridian, like yeah, you said, that, that whole line, yeah, that's cool. So. Just, just tracing that line, yeah.
1: And it doesn't even matter, you can go anywhere on your horse, really, you know, any, you can just kind of mm-hmm. figure out where your horse likes it, you know, uh-huh. some of them like it on their butt, you know, on their glutes, some like it on their pecs, mm-hmm. you know, it just depends on what type of riding you're doing, whatever it is.
2: Whatever they like. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What about the four R's? Four
1: R's, so this is something that I, not necessarily Masterson related, but something that I kind of teach my students um, how to approach training with your horse um, and and relaxation and getting the most out of your horse. Um, first thing is research. And I call it research just because I can think of another word that mm-hmm. began with R, but I just say, you know, take notice of what your horse is doing. So many people out there just don't notice those tiny little, yeah. you know, the blinks of the eyes, the the whiskers, the, the pursing of the lips, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, and then you can figure out by doing something like the bladder meridian where to release tension in your horse and just release the tension.
0: Good. And, and so then. that's research and then release.
1: Yep, and then the third one is rebuild. So when you release the tension in a horse, a lot of times horses have tension because they're compensating for a muscle that is weak. Mm-hmm. So you want to rebuild mm-hmm. the strength in that muscle. And then repeat, that's all it is. You just keep going through every horse. Okay, right. oh, okay yeah. cool. That's yeah. amazing.
2: Now, talk to us. A, give us a few testimonials. I know you must have some people who've just really seen some, some big changes.
1: Yeah, um, well, I have a lot of them. Um, I'll, I think the, the testimonials I like hearing are where people say, I have just gotten a much better relationship with my horse after watching you oh, work with yeah. them and after implementing some of these techniques. And so people go out who have had a hard time catching their horse. Uh, and then yeah. after like watching me and learning some of the things, if mm-hmm. I've helped them learn that um, their horse comes to them in the pasture and comes, you know, they don't have to halter them; they just come walking to the barn. So oh. that was that's a really <laughs> great one. And she's yeah. like, "Oh, that's all because of you." And I was like, "Well, really, it was because of you." But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that just well, you, you were a paying attention, yeah. right? Exactly. It's good when uh, it's good
2: when the client right. listens and, yeah. and pays attention yeah. because that'll help. And listen, if I was a horse in a field and I saw you coming. <laughs> yeah. I'd be flat out gallop all the way up to the top of the field. Exactly. Okay, get a massage today. This is yeah. good deal. Uh, exactly. I'd be a very happy horse. Yep. Um, anything else, Laurel, that you want to share with us? That do um, you think is important? Or anything for our listeners that you you know listen, obviously, to your horse, pay attention to to body language. Is there anything else?
1: Well, I just think for me, um, one of the big sort of things that I want to get out there is that you know we just assume our horses are going to do something. Um, and that they have to do it and they can do it. But when they say no, it's not necessarily that they're being stubborn or that they're being, you know, mm -hmm. um, vindictive horses don't have that capability to think like that. It's probably because there's something wrong Mm -hmm. or they physically can't do it. And Mm -hmm. if we just take a second and say, okay, he's not doing what I ask, why is that? Mm -hmm. And then I think it'll be a better place for us and our horses. You exactly. Know, yes. You're right. Yeah, I mean there are great. those
2: naughty stubborn ponies that mm-hmm. sometimes just don't want to do but you're right there are many many cases where mm-hmm. a horse is not doing something it's supposed to be doing for a reason. Yep. Right. And it could be uh, it could be a stoic horse mm-hmm. that maybe is not showing you all the signs yep. that Absolutely. but when you want to take him over the jump or you know whatever it may be that you're you're trying to accomplish and he doesn't want to do it there may be a real reason maybe very uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, yep. and, and so then
1: I don't. Sometimes it does not have to go that far. I think once your horse learns that you listen to what he has to say, they will tell you a lot more. Yeah, they will also do a lot more for you. Right. So I think it's just that's a kind of my philosophy. A lot with more life. willing. yes. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, and that's the horse you want as you're a venting horse, right? Yeah. You yeah. want that one that, it, You know.
0: And, you then, like <laughs> and then you know, like you were saying, but and like I said about listening to what your horse is trying to tell you, it's like um, that you know that part where you said well he's not really wanting to do that and not assuming like i said that it's just that he that he's being a brat or something like that you kind of have but you have to pay and you have to pay enough attention to be able to decipher mm-hmm. which way he's exactly. going with yeah. that and yeah. you and you should know your horse right. enough to know that he's not a brat right. as a whole or yeah. and if he is you know that too yeah, yeah.
2: no yeah. that's true yeah. it really is really important yeah and it does make a big difference. You don't want a 1,000 or 1,200 pound animal that you're fighting with because you're not going to win. Right. No, so exactly. never. Yeah. Your happy <laughs> horse is obviously going to be yeah. a lot more yeah. willing to. Mm-hmm. Laurel, tell us how we can find you. You're on Facebook.
1: I'm on Facebook, hey, Laurel, Ra- Laurel Watson Hey Relax, hey, So,
2: And I am oh, in. Good.
1: Horse capital of, of the, the world. world. <laughs> <laughs> good <day>. job, good <laughs> job. job. That was and a good hey, job.
2: And it's K, like K-Y. Hey, hey. And the first thing when I saw that I said was, that's really cool. Yeah, that is. That's I love really it. Cool. Hey, relax. I hey, relax. That's relax. awesome. So, Laurel, I want to thank you very <laughs> thank much for being you so much with us. Thank for having me. And yeah. I'm going to have some testimonial for you next week because Laurel is going to yeah. give Sunny. Uh-huh. A massage. And and he's thirty-two yeah, and then we're years of age. Yeah. Love of my life. Mm-hmm. Had him for almost twenty-five years. Oh wow! And um, I don't think he's ever had a massage. Oh, oh wow! Hey. So it's about time. Yeah, I think yeah. he's earned it. Right. So I'm excited to uh, share that with you. Get some video of that for you and uh, tell you how Sunny feels when it's uh, when it's over. I have a feeling there's going to be some serious slobbering going <laughs> on Yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> Hi guys. This is Louisa Barton. I really hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Horse Talk Show podcast. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube and let me know what you thought. Now please go out there and share the podcast.